Hi, this is TJ Miller, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour, unless you're not listening and you're just watching it, which doesn't make any sense at all. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man who has sacrificed his pants and undies to the Dark Lord and is currently using his boner to work a Ouija board. That's Jeff Clark. And beaming to us from Transylvania, a bearded one-man monster mash known as Shuddy Boy. Oh, I'm a barked all over myself. I liked that spooky season intro. Thank you, Kevin. How dare you use such a fucking pencil dick term, shoddy boy? I thought you better than that. <laughs> oh man, dude, I just saw some weird shit on Twitter. I uh, before uh, during the Easter egg, I talked about the the Giants New York Giants sideline massage video that was viral yesterday looks like one of the coaches was jerking him off i found it through twitter and i just like i uh searched giant giants massage um and when i went back to close the page it was like the first listing when i went back to close the page it auto refreshed and there's just some dudes like big dip just like on the screen <laughs> <laughs> oh finally what i was looking for Weird was the hand was different color than the dick. It's like I'm not I'm not investigating. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> Man, Shuddy Boy, what what uh, what happened to you? What's going on over there? You are you are just for the people of YouTube who are who are like just joining on as you are off camera, and your dog's playing ping pong in the background. I'm just I'm a mess right now. I'm Shut it looks like you're on an internal roller coaster that you're having a lot of fun on. I am on the moon right now because <laughs> of an edible. Uh and I almost double dosed myself before we started. Thankfully I didn't, but I am gonna smoke the volcano. Sure, why not? Let's Fuck just it. go all in. We're recording late tonight. I like you know, my work responsibilities are pretty much over for the day so I can let loose more than usual. Not that I don't normally let loose, but you can put the party in mad scientist party hour. Yeah. You know, I'll justify it in my head. However the fuck I want to only you crap. Your pants would own for you is the only hold on. (laughs) We're going to get that shuddy today. If we're lucky, if we're lucky, (laughs) Well, the only way out is through, as they would say. So, yeah, okay, we've got to we've got to play through no matter what happens. Yeah. Did you fucking do you spill coffee all over yourself? Somehow, I dribbled my hostess ding dongs iced latte all over the desk in front of me. I love me a fucking ding dong. Is that is that a Nas shirt you're wearing? This is the that's the uh, shirt from the from the Wu Tang tour, right? The New York state of mind. Tour, sure. Wow, that's a lot of different fonts. Yeah, and then on the back, right above the ass, it says uh, Nas Tour 2022. On the ass? Like, it's 
I mean, the shirt's too. Uh, it's actually on the front. It's right there. But it's down on the bottom. That's some weird placement. Well, and then this is a globe with the Statue <laughs> of Liberty all around it. And this right here is the neck hole. That's where my head goes. <laughs> so I, I appreciated the whole tour of the New York State of Mind merch shirt. <laughs> These are my arms. <laughs> I saw you go back through it. Let's it's it way too big. I bought the extra large and it's fucking gigantic. Um, yeah, I'm at a weird part right now where like mediums sort of fit me like sausage casing, but a large will just drag on the floor behind me. And it's like, why, why can't there just be a, a happy medium? No pun intended. Like, like a, there, <sighs> I'm too fat. That's basically what I'm saying is yep, I let, really. I let my thumb injury get the best of me. Like I was, I was on really, really good pace to be fit again. And then my thumb exploded and took me out of doing a majority of exercises to the point where I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just start exercising when my thumbs healed up again. Didn't anticipate it taking that long. It's still like, it still hurts. Like I I went to get something from between the couch cushions and just stuff rubbing against this disgust a bug scar here. Like really, really fucking hurt. It It felt like somebody held a lighter up to it. So like the bone still hurts. The skin over the scar still hurts. This happened like before my birthday in July. And we're now like, I guess technically mid October, and this fucking thing still hurts. Damn it. I am glad you brought up your thumb. Oh, are you? Yes, because it segues uh, into an adventure from this past week. Cool. Where I could be sitting here today with an injury more egregious than your thumb, and you would no longer. I'm bit my, I'm probably building it up too much. Um, It'd be your whole hand. I got a splinter on a popsicle no, stick. Sharon, so Sharon and I went on a hike on Friday. It was your first mistake. And on the way back, driving back on the back roads, uh, we pa- we start driving up to something in the, the road, and I thought naturally that it was some sort of creature that had been run over. And as we're driving by, I look at it and it takes maybe 50 to 100 yards for it to register what it was and to say something. I was like, oh, that's a turtle. That was a turtle. Sharon was like, was it alive? I was like, it looked like it. She's like, well, we need to go back and move it. Oh. So I stopped the car. I'm like, okay. You went into animal rescue mode. So How strong are their shells? Because like, you use it as like a jump. No, it probably would have exploded. So I back up very (laughs) slowly so I don't run over this turtle. And we pull up next to it. And I look at it and I was like, holy fuck, that's a big turtle. And she was like, well, you're going to go move it, right? And I said, I'm going to go move it? (laughs) I was like, you were so gung ho. I thought this was this was something you were gonna handle, not me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like, no, she's like, absolutely not. Ugh. This turtle was I have never seen a snapping turtle this fucking big. It was so fat, like it had rolls 
billowing out of the side of its shell. Whoa. Monster fucking head. The head was every bit as big as my fist. So it wasn't injured. It wasn't splatted. No. It was just chilling? It was not. It was alive. It was just chilling on the hot pavement. So like I'm sitting there for like 30 seconds in stunned silence trying to figure out how I'm going to do this. You sneak up behind it and you grab its shell on the sides. That way it can't like bite or swat at you. Well, then coming from another direction is a pickup truck. Oh, and fuck, you're on your own, turtle. I, I, truthfully, my idea, my, the first thought in my head was, well, now I don't have to handle it. God has taken it out of my hands. This truck is going to smash it. The truck stops. There's like a weird tense moment. I pull up a little bit so he can go around so I can figure out what the fuck to do about this goddamn turtle. And then Shredder jumps out of the pickup truck, clad in his... <laughs> Shiny, spiky armor. I got this. I got it's, this, Shuddy. It's not far off of what happened. The dude, the dude fucking throws open the door of his pickup truck. It was actually Bebop and Rocksteady. Grabs a pair of work gloves, puts it on his hand. Sharon's outside of the car, mind you, by the turtle, because she, her thought was, I will film you moving this turtle. It's a good thought, yeah. Like, she was so f- ready for this. I'm, like, I'm going to lose a fucking finger. Good thinking by Sharon to be the videographer of that moment. Yeah. Uh, the dude just walks up, grabs this monstrous turtle by the tail. The turtle starts flailing around and hissing. And the dude just walks it across the street, puts it down in the grass, and gets back in the truck and drives away. Did he say anything to you? He did. He did. He's like, Fuck I was Percy. like... I, now that's how you handle a turtle, you libtard. <laughs> I said, I, I, I said, thank you. You were much more prepared for that than I was. He's like, I do it all the time. They fucking stink. And he took the gloves off and he threw them in the pickup bed and then drove away. <laughs> wow. <laughs> just like, <laughs> I feel you, dude. We would have been the we same. We drove away. And Sharon's I... Like, I was really excited to video you doing that. I go. Well, I would have never thought to grab the tail. I would have grabbed it on the side of the shell, and that thing was so fucking big, it probably would have bit my finger off. I don't think so. And if he did, we would have had to kill the turtle to take the turtle to the emergency room so my finger could be reattached, thereby negating stopping in the first place. I don't think a turtle can reach to bite you if you grab it by the side of its shell. They're pretty useless. I mean, that's why they have that big shell. Nature was like, Jesus, you suck. Logically, I understand that, but in the reality of the situation, philosophically, I just vision that you know how, like, in the multiverse of madness or in Endgame, they talk about how there's a million different realities. I am was convinced I was in the reality where I lose a finger. Where it doesn't go well. That's a fair thought. Kevin, you probably would have had a similar think, uh, thinking. Yeah, I, I probably would have, like, if, if I was in Shuddy Boy's position, I probably would have, like, um, gently, like, kicked it in its ass to sort of just, like, nudge it off the road. Or, like, I would have been really mad at that turtle for having to drive around it. <laughs> I, I would have probably just splatted it. 
<laughs> I'm too lazy to turn the wheel. It was the on the other side of the road. It wasn't in my lane of traffic. Oh, I, what the hell were you thinking? So we uh, taking a step back. Did Sharon bring it up, or you brought it up to her? I, as we drove by, and I it realized what it was. I was like, "Oh, that was a turtle." But you didn't say it, thinking like, "Oh, you should." We should go handle it. She said that, right? That was her idea. I mean, I did have a split second of thought in my head. Gotcha. Uh, but then there was also the I don't want to move a turtle. Yeah. Thought. So it was kind of just a, uh, oh, look at that, a turtle. You don't see those every day. Honestly, what I want usually supersedes what I should do. Actually, almost every time. So I would have just kept driving. Fuck that turtle. Uh, So, yeah, that was the turtle adventure. Tanya would have played out the same way for me. I would have just stared at it. Thought I didn't get out of the car at all. Like, I just, Sherrod was out of the car standing at the turtle. The car came. Like, I moved. Oh, you weren't even, you weren't even in the car. Or you weren't even outside the car. I did not set foot outside the car. Uh, So that guy just kind of saw, he might have saw you, but definitely saw Sharon. I was like, I'm going to help this lady out. No, no, he saw me because I was, I mean, my car was in the lane of traffic because it's a two lane road. Like there was no shoulder, like it's a culvert on like a drainage on both sides, like a country back road. So I was in the driver's seat of the car. So he saw me. Well, I'm happy that turtle didn't take your fucking finger off. Me too. I would didn't know that was possible. Um, Although, I would just if naturally if, be afraid of turtles. If the turtle did take Shuddy Boy's finger off and Sharon was filming it, I mean that's Patreon. I, I did say content it, right the there. worst thing that the worst and best thing that could happen would be me losing a finger. I mean, when my Absolutely. when my thumb exploded, like. All I was thinking was like, God damn it, like at least at least it was on camera and at least we have something to talk about. But like if that happened just independently, like I didn't have a show where I need real life material to fuel it and it wasn't captured on video, that would have been like, What the fuck am I doing with my life? Why did I bother playing baseball? I I, I know better. I know better than to do these things and I still went and fucking did it. And this is the price I paid. I mean, the only that was kind excuse. of my thought. I know better than to fucking fuck with a giant turtle like this. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, but you didn't put yourself in a situation where you have to fuck with a turtle. Kevin stood in the batter box. <laughs> Kevin put a bat in his hand and looked at the pitcher and was ready. Well, not really ready, but nah, not really. He stood there. Kevin likes you... those inside pitches. Yeah, dude. They are my favorite. I don't know what they are. Inside, just I don't know what words mean. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck words, ma'am. Well, where do we go from here, fellas? Where do we go from here? Well, I watched a thingy. Can I do my quick review since I don't have much on it? And sure. Your stuff is probably a lot more interesting. I tried to watch. I watched the first episode, excuse me, in a couple minutes of the second episode of the Conversations with a Killer, the Jeffrey Dahmer story, which I 
prefer the documentary versions over the dramatized versions of pretty much all these stories. They've been doing these. I've been, they've been doing these for years now. I think the first one was OJ made in America. Then it was the people versus OJ. And they had one with Pamela and Tommy. Uh, They've done a million of them, but Bundy. Bundy. Absolutely. I actually kind of, actually, actually, I don't remember the Zac Efron Bundy movie. Anyways, uh, the documentary thus far is a lot better than the the, the show itself. Well, I, I brother, hear a lot of people saying they like the show. They do? Yeah. They don't. I have not heard anybody say they don't like the show. Yeah. I've heard people. I, I mean, but you I've don't like a few it. people. It was honestly, it was just too scary for me. And I, someone else I talked to had the exact same reaction. Oh, I'm frightened. Why don't you try watching it, Kevin? It's not documentary. I don't know. It's, it's close enough. I'm just... I don't know. I, I just... I couldn't have less of an interest in the true crime stuff. And now that it's... It's so pervasive and so... Like, overdone, I have even less of an interest in it. Like, when I was... Working in New York and... Um, you know, working on the Riley Martin show. I feel like this was like the the spawning of this whole thing. Like my, every time I went to my mom's place during the week to, you know, cause I would crash at her place after doing the Riley Martin show. So most of the time I would get there early, hang out with her for a little bit, go do the show, come back, sleep it off and then go back to New York in the morning. She was always, always, always watching true crime shit on like I, investigative discovery or one of those goofy channels. Andy, yeah. Like, like another 48, not another 48 hours. That's a movie. Uh, Good movie. She literally watched nothing but that shit. And I was like, it's like, man, it, you know, there are other channels, right? You're paying for cable. You got all this shit. Like all you watch is murder porn. And then it just became like when podcasts became huge, it's just like every podcast that's doing well is either, you know, Joe Rogan or murder porn. And it's just, man, I, I haven't even, I haven't even dabbled. And I, I don't, I'm, I'm burnt out on it. All right, well, that's a fucking lame answer. I mean, it's I spooky. My toes in the water. <laughs> it's spooky season, Kevin, and it's a fucking scary story. And it's not that lame ass interview stuff. Well, that you think is lame. I mean, it is act like. Again, I watched like the first half of the first episode, and it was fucking scary. It was too scary. I was like, all right, this is, oh, this is weird. Fuck this. Oh, was that the ghost, Shuddy? Miles, no power tools. No, that was MJ. uh, Fighting a turtle, it's back. Informing me that the dinner I fed her was not enough for her liking, and she would like more food. Oh, Do you give your dog seconds? No. But she, if she is sitting in the living, she's now staring at me, like, very forlornly. Like, she's a dog that is mistreated. She's like shivering like she's auditioning for a Sarah McLaughlin commercial. Hold on. I'll send you guys a picture. Okay. Well, either way, the Jeffrey Dahmer document documentary is a lot, (laughs) is a lot more tolerable than the dramas, dramatization. So corn, Maki chew. I'm about to hit up some of the ladies. The Puminati that yeah. I know watch the true crime, namely Carl. Yeah, you gotta, you're gonna you're just gonna have to like uh, 
join a, a book club and, and discuss this at the hair salon with the ladies. Yeah. You, know, you alphas here at the Mad Scientist Party Hour just don't groove with true crime or document. Uh, wow. Your dog is really, really laying on the sympathy hard. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Jeez. That dog knows what she's doing. Holy shit. Um, well, I watched uh, I watched a new Marvel thingy. They, you watched Werewolf by Night? I did. I didn't even know that was a thing. And I gradually started to learn more about it. I'm hyped to hear your review. Well, I just saw, you know, so many people tweeting about it. People that got to see it early that I follow. Like, um, you know, a lot of horror horror people that I follow. And it's... It's basically just a TV special on Disney Plus. It's like 50, 55 minutes long. And it's presented in a throwback fashion where it's in black and white and has really old looking titles and stuff. And uh, all these, I just saw all these people talking about how great it was and that it's kind of R rated and it's got some good violence. And I was like, interesting. All right. I. Marvel trying out some weird off the beaten path shit. I'll I'll give it a try. But I was on mushrooms when I watched it. And it confused me a little bit. So while I enjoyed what I saw, I was a little out of my head and I think I have to give it a rewatch without being on mushrooms. But Shuddy, as a comic fan, there was I was not expecting to see Man Thing. That was the like I saw a couple of people talking about Werewolf by Night without much context. I was like, I wonder what that is. And then I saw uh, a post that mentioned Man Thing in it, so that was exciting to discover. Yeah, it was it was cool, but like. The mushrooms were really scrambling my brain. And I was having a hard time grasping what was actually happening in the show. <laughs> and I'm 99% sure that was the mushrooms' fault. But it was it was also my second dose of the day. And mushrooms really make me shit. I I noticed that cuz like it like there is a, a certain amount of anxiety that comes with mushrooms. Like you feel that, uh, you know, when you feel your body starting to get weird and you get a little anxious, like it just, it was like there was a hurricane in my stomach and I pooped a whole bunch. And then when it, it when I sobered up and dosed myself again, it really came back with a vengeance. I took so many poops. My stomach was just in a constant state of turmoil and uncomfortableness so there was there was a lot happening that was that was distracting me. But what I can say on my initial viewing of Werewolf by Night, it's like a 3.5 dicker. I feel like people are enjoying it way more than that. Like it has it has a way better average on Letterboxd than my review. Um but I did like the violence. I like that it was presented mostly in black and white. I was not expecting Man-Thing, so that was a cool surprise. You don't really see the werewolf. The guy doesn't turn into a werewolf until pretty much the end. And he fucks some people up, but I, I would have liked a little... I feel like the werewolf could have been cooler. You just going to come out and say it, huh? 
How many, how many episodes are there? It's not episodes. It's just a. It's just like a, a TV special. Oh wow! But the werewolf didn't come out until the end of the TV special. Yeah, there's no part two. No. That's weird. It was weird. I, I really need to watch it again with a clear head. Nah, fuck that. The way, like, uh, I also recently I I mentioned on the show I re- recently rewatched the Benicio del Toro Wolfman movie, and that werewolf was sick looking. This one kind of looked a little scrawny. His face was a little too humany when he was a werewolf. But overall, on initial tripped out viewing, three point five dicks. I'll suck three point five werewolf dicks. How long ago, or how long were you in mushroom retirement for again? <sighs> I'm trying to think back. I mean, I had a bad mushroom trip in Philly. With, I was with Miguel and a lot of that crew, and my brilliant idea for the day was, we we managed to we heard 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 word that mushrooms were in town, we scored a few eighths, and then I was like. This was at the age when everybody was in their early 20s, and we were just at that part where parents were like, you know what? I'm sick of your fucking friends being over here. You're not allowed to have people over the house anymore. So we, we were struggling to find a place where a bunch of people could get together and trip balls without getting in trouble and striking out. So I suggested, like, let's fucking eat mushrooms. Let's all pile into my car. I'll drive to the center of town, and we'll just have an outdoor adventure. We'll just walk around and get into some shit and... Then when they wear off, we'll all pile back in my car and go to somebody's house. I don't think that's a terrible idea. So we pulled I mean, up to it this. Turned out to be terrible, possibly. A little bit for me only, for the most part. But I, I ate, I ate about a half of an eighth. So not like a ton of mushrooms. But when we pulled up to the spot where I was parking, I looked up at the the road sign right near the spot, and it just started like breathing and wiggling. And I was like, "Whoo! Got here just in the nick of time." So there was a, a park, and it was nighttime. So we walk over to the park, and I hear sniffling. Like, <sighs> and we look around, and we found our buddy Buckethead. And he was like, his face was dripping tears and snot, and he was all red. And we're like, man, what the fuck happened to you? He's like, oh, dude, I just came down off the craziest mushrooms I've ever eaten. And we were like, oh, we just scored mushrooms too and ate them. He's like, did you get them from blah, blah, blah? And we were like, yeah. He's like, oh, fucking hold on to your ass because shit's about to get weird. And then, you know, I'm just like, oh, shit. Oh, God, what have I done? So we, we go into a Wawa, and it was summertime, and I'm like sweating and shit. And the sweat is, like, annoying me. Like, every time it, it drips down my face, it kind of felt like a bug or something. So I was like, eh, 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 furiously swatting <laughs> at my face like one of the Three Stooges. And all of a sudden, I see everybody's eyes on me in the Wawa. All the customers, the guy behind the counter, everybody is just staring at me. They probably weren't. But this is how I perceived the situation. So I... I go up and I pay for my shit at the Wawa. Hey, what are you looking at, buddy? <laughs> Guy's looking at me all weird. I pay for my shit. And I leave and I start talking to everybody I'm with. And I'm like, man, 
it seemed like everybody was staring at us in there, and they're like, who cares, man? Who cares? So we, we walked across the street, and there was just like a random, you know, bench by this big tree. So we're all hanging out there, and I look back over towards the Wawa, and the guy who was behind the counter is on a cordless phone, and he's like pointing in our direction. He's like, yeah, 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 they're over there. They're over there. And I'm like, is anybody seeing this? And they're like, just shut up, Kevin. Shut up. So I'm just like, all right, I'm, I'm trusting in you guys. So <laughs> Must be just me, I guess. My trip is getting more intense. I'm getting more and more anxious and feeling uncomfortable and stuff. And I see three cops with their, with their cherries going, just speed from all directions into the Wawa parking lot. And I immediately stand up and go to run. And my buddy Josh puts his hand on my shoulder and he just like pushes me back down to sit on the bench. And he, he looks at me and just goes, don't run. And I just went, ah. And I, I bury my head in the crook of my elbow and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to get arrested. I'm going to get arrested. And I just keep waiting for the cops to come over and bust us or do something. That must have felt like three years. It was awful. So my trip just gets worse and worse. My anxiety and panic gets worse and worse. Now I'm officially having a bad trip. And like this this friend of mine rolls up, pulls up in a car, just happens to pull up right by where we are. And he's with a girl that he just met off the internet. And this is probably close to 20 years ago. So it, it's not like a Tinder thing. It's probably plenty of fish or hot or not or some shit like that. And it's trend setting. They just met up uh, for the first time. And I look in the car and I'm like, look, I have to get somewhere familiar and safe. Like, I'm tripping my balls off. Everybody here is tripping. I'm the only one freaking out. Like, we have to get somewhere safe. But, like, I can't drive. I have the keys to my car, and he's like, oh, sure, let's go back to my grandparents' place. She, she can drive your car. I'll fit a whole bunch of people in my car. She'll take as many people in your car, and we'll just go back there and ride, ride it out. So she, I, I, I'm, I'm now completely out of my mind, and I keep saying to her, I'm like, how many drugs have you done tonight? And she's like, what are you talking? I haven't done any drugs tonight. And I was like, no, 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 but how many drugs have you done tonight? And she's like, I don't know how many different ways I can say this, but I'm sober right now. And I'm like, okay, if you feel like you've done a minimal amount of drugs, you can drive my car. And I, I sit shotgun, and when she starts driving, I put my foot up on the, the dashboard to brace myself because I yeah. felt like we were moving at warp speed. And I start freaking out. I'm like, you got to slow down. You got to slow down. She's like, I'm going 20 miles an hour. And I'm like, no, you're not. You're going like 80. We're going to get pulled over. She's like, look at the speedometer. I'm, I'm going 20 miles an hour. We're in a 25 zone. We are safe. So I just like, I try to look over at the speedometer. It melts. It's no help to me. <laughs> and we finally get back to my buddy's grandparents' house. And they go to bed at like 7 o'clock at night. They sleep upstairs. His whole sleeping living arrangement is in the basement. So Wait, people, his grandparents are asleep. Yeah. Okay. So, I was like, wait, wait a second. They don't know that he's filling the basement with people. So, a majority of the people there are tripping. I meet up with Miguel. Miguel's also tripping, and he's having like a bad trip as well. Like, we're both just like, this is this is fucking too much. This is too intense. So, we're kind of just sitting on 
my buddy's bed watching our old stunt videos to like give us a sense of familiarity and like lift our spirits and shit. My, uh, my buddy Josh, who put, put his hand on my head or my shoulder and like shoved me down when I saw cops, he rolls in and he just starts dancing and shit. And he's like, this is the fucking best. These mushrooms are awesome. This is so fun. For some reason, my buddy decides to take a samurai sword, swing it like a baseball baseball bat and stop sheathed or unsheathed unsheathed this is a real sharpened samurai sword he swings it full speed and stops it like a millimeter from his neck and all of a sudden everybody goes what the fuck are you doing you fucking asshole and now he gets sent into a bad trip so now he joins me and Miguel on the bed who are just like curled up in fetal position like, make these mushrooms stop. <laughs> and eventually, you know, like four hours later, they start to chill out and I get back into my head. But that was a, that was a bad experience. I did not like that at all. So I think at that point, I had already had a bad acid trip, which also sucked. And I was like, you know what? I just can't handle hallucinogens anymore. But I've I've dabbled since then. Um, I've definitely been on the record for when I went to Amsterdam with the Stern Show guys. I went to a smart shop, bought a package of mushrooms, ate a single mushroom, and had a bad trip. And I'm trying to think the ne- like when was the next time? Because I I I microdosed for a while, and that was chill and manageable. And. Th- there's definitely a time I'm forgetting about where I, I kept my wits about me. But I did keep my wits about me this time, too. But they were those mushroom chocolates that you had, Jeff. I, I took two of them. They were kind of potent. How yeah. many did you have? I only ate one. I ate one one square's worth. And, like, the visuals weren't super strong. It was... I went to uh, Joshua Tree. And was at an Airbnb sitting outside and I, I first dose was during the day. So I was just looking up at the clouds, just staring at them for hours and watching like the clouds just like breathe a little bit and then just get absorbed into the sky and like fractal patterns. Nice. Like, nope. Yeah. You watched werewolf by night in Joshua tree. Yeah. On my second dose of mushrooms. That's and cool. Carl was okay with this. Yeah, she was fine babysitting me. Oh, Carl didn't have any mushrooms? No, she's not a degenerate like me. No, I meant I meant with watching Werewolf by Night, not the mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think you were secretly dosing yourself while you were away with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, she watches horror movies with me and stuff and like you know, a 50-minute brand new Marvel thing. She was she was kind of intrigued. What an angel. She is disappointing. She'd need a uh, mushrooms. Uh, I would. I would expect Carl to be into mushrooms. She's a. She's a. She's a. She behaves. She's not a degenerate like me. But um, I, I also got to mess around with some VR for the first time ever. I tried the the Meta VR on mushrooms. Yeah. What? That was that cool. Was, I've done that really stoned, and it's incredibly difficult. I can't imagine doing it on a hallucinogen well i i got my bearings the first time i tried it i was sober and it was it was very fun 
we're playing Beat Saber, and that game is ridiculously fun. Oh, I don't yeah. like the songs, but the game is very fun. It it gave me reminders, and I I told this story in Joshua Tree about when you came to stay with me in Jersey that one time, and we went to Hollywood Video, and they had guitar guitar hero had just come out and they had a demo of it and you you picked it up and played it and you were like well that settles yet slapped your credit card down on the table and bought it and then we went back to my mom's place got wasted and everybody stayed up playing it for, till like three or four in the morning well i appreciate that you thought of me that's not exactly how it actually it happened no i no. thought who bought it i thought you bought it i mean most of the details were correct there were a few that were, we played it at the GameStop in Rockaway Mall, and I did not really? pull the trigger on it. And then we went to the Hollywood video. We went to um, Game Crazy. Yes, that's Hollywood the- video because yep. Dom wanted to look for vintage games, and that's when I broke down and bought it. That was and a very fun weekend. That's all we did. Everybody. Everybody's first thought on it when they saw it was that's fucking stupid. And then just every time we was like, try it. And then they would want it to, it was like, we were fighting over who was playing. It it was insane. (laughs) Yeah. It really did revert us back to second graders. Like, no, my turn. Mom, shuddy boys, hogging guitar hero. (laughs) But that's, that's how I felt like, playing beat saber for the first time like uh i was absolute dog shit at it and within like three or four tries i was getting the hang of it and i was like all right time to bump it up to normal mode and i got at, at the end of the trip i was basically good enough to do some levels on hard but um wow what a fun game and then playing it on mushrooms too is just that was incredible that was very very fun i have there was a brief moment where I debated getting an an an, an Oculus just for Beat Saber. Oh, believe me, it, it crossed my mind too. I was like, "Okay, how much are these VR things?" And then I looked it up, and it was four hundred dollars. And I was like, "Oh, it's not that expensive, though, right?" I feel like you spend money on dumber shit. Like That's how much true. you spend a week on comics? Probably not that much. Those are yeah, kind of cheap. I bet. maybe like ten to fifteen bucks. Yeah. But still, depends I mean, on the you week. Collect enough stuff and buy enough random stuff. It's or true. I don't think a four hundred dollar like Oculus or whatever VR headset would really like be the worst economic decision you've made, even in the, the last few months. The only thing with it is, it's it's essentially you're buying a new video game console. So like, if I buy, you know, the new Nintendo or the new fucking PlayStation or something, I know I'm going to get. You know, there's tons of games you can play for it. I feel like VR needs to be like I can't spend four hundred dollars just to play play Beat Saber. Like I need more, and I'm sure people are going to comment on this YouTube video and like hit us up with all these cool VR games that you can also get. Um, it still feels like you're playing upgraded. It's somewhere between a mobile game and a console slash PC game. Like if it just had like a little nudge higher, I could maybe justify it, but. Christ, that was fun. A good um, first-person shooter. Yeah, yeah. Super hot 
is another one the boys have me get me to play when they bring over oh yeah um ginger ginger and juice was telling me that that one that one's sick you played it yeah i have played it it's hard as fuck yeah hard like I mean, difficult or hard isn't like cool hard isn't difficult because <laughs> so you have to catch so you kill the enemies and to you have to catch the weapons to use them the gun runs out of bullets you have to throw it and catch another one uh and you're dodging the bullets and it's it's fun though a lot going on huh a lot going on yeah, I gotta I gotta ch- try out more things before I commit to spending four hundred dollars on new fucking gadgety shit that's gonna be cluttering up my already cluttered apartment. But yeah, that game, that shit's a beast. Played Beat Saber all night until the battery died like three times. That was cool. Big fan. Yeah, Beat Saber is a lot of fun. Oddly so. enough, because like. I think it just comes like generically with a bunch of goofy techno shit, but you can spend money and buy song packages from big name artists. And some of the artists that were downloaded were uh, <laughs> Lizzo, BTS, and Billie Eilish. And after playing a bunch of songs on Beat Saber, I was surprised to learn that there were actually Billie Eilish, Lizzo, and BTS songs that I enjoy. Um, there are Lincoln Park songs available. I saw that there was a Skrillex package too. And I was like, oh, wow, that's, that's ballsy in 2022 to be like, here, enjoy some Skrillex. Like, eh, Skrillex. Really? Where's the Skrillex fart? Oh, good call, Shuddy. If I could play the Skrillex fart on Beat Saber... I might buy his package. <laughs> I watched another movie um, with a clear head. Sober. Yeah. I watched the new um, Hellraiser that went straight How to Hulu. It? I'll tell you what. Not bad. Um, it's <clears throat> for, for a reboot. I wasn't super into the main character she's kind of just like uh like a like a a little bit of a a little grungy chick she's got like she kind of looks like she has messy hair and baggy clothes she kind of looks like the chicks that i used to party with when i was in my early 20s but like she's a she's a recovering addict and some guy that she's with is like hey i know a place where we can score and rip off uh like something worth a lot of money so he convinces her to break into some like shipping container yard and they open up this shipping crate shipping container and there's just like a, a it's a big massive one one of those long rectangles and then there's just a safe at the end of it when they get in and they're like oh well there's probably money or gold bars in there they crack the safe and it's a puzzle box so she kind of like they're like well this isn't money i don't know what this thing is so she holds on to it while they find somebody to appraise it. And, of course, she fucks around with it and some Hellraiser shit happens. Um, 
I saw people were shaking their fists at the clouds because Pinhead is gender swapped and is now a woman. But the uh, the Cenobites were kind of dope. Like in the original Hellraiser movies, they're kind of in leather, scantily clad bondage gear while also being somewhat mutilated. And the Cenobites in this new one are mostly, like their clothing designs are mostly like peeled and manipulated flesh. So they're almost walking around kind of naked. So it's a little hornier. But I, I, what I liked is they, they took elements from the first and the second Hellraiser and then went a little deeper into the mythology. Like, uh, I've only seen up to the fourth Hellraiser movie, and I think there's like nine or something insane like that. And uh, from what I hear, they did a bunch of Hellraiser comics that really explore the lore and backstory of Cenobites and all that shit. And I think they incorporated some of that stuff into this new one. And while it takes a while to get going, it's got a strong fucking finish. Like, I feel like even if you, if you're a Hellraiser fan and you're like shitting on the movie, the ending is still going to be like, that's fucking cool. I, I can appreciate that. And it, it also takes a bit of a, uh, a while for the, the kills to get going. Cause like people get killed but it sort of happens off screen. And as a gore junkie, I'm sitting there thinking like, oh, well, if people are getting fucking killed in a Hellraiser movie, let's see it. Those are usually pretty good kills. But once people start getting killed and you see it, it, it sort of makes up for it. I don't know. I, I could see people being butthurt and bitching about it, but I, I kind of enjoyed it. I think I, I'll suck. Hmm. I'll suck 3.75 centibyte dicks. Okay. Nice. I'm guessing neither of you guys give two fucks about Hellraiser movies. Actually, okay. Hellraiser is one of the one of my favorite actual horror movies. No shit. The original Hellraiser is so good. And I've read the book. The oh. How is that? I'm actually kind of curious to read it. It's really good. It it was a suggestion by Mark because I enjoyed the movie so much. I borrowed it from him. I definitely recommend reading it. The original movie follows the the book pretty darn close. Nice. Yeah, well, I mean, if you like the the first or the first and second Hellraiser, I'd say give it a shot. Like I think I think Mark Rooster was maybe a little tepid on it. Let me look up his uh, his letterbox D scoring for it. I've already seen that like a handful of Puminati have watched it. Ugh. Yeah, Mark Rooster gave it three and a half. Looks like Blorp gave it three and a half. Poudini. Four dicks. Ginger and Juice, not as impressed. Three dicks. He's a tough critic. <laughs> But yeah, Shuddy, I think you would enjoy it. I'd say it's definitely worth a watch. Especially since it's just streaming on Hulu. You don't have to go anywhere for it. So Blorp thinks The Lost City is better than Hellraiser. Uh, you hate Blorp. <laughs> this Lost City take is really... It bums me out. It's a red flag. 
as they would say. For sure. That Borp is sketchy, according to Shuddy. He's on to you. Borp. Not to be trusted. Fucking sketchball. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to spoil what happens at the end. It's nothing all that grand, but if you're a Hellraiser fan, it it incorporates in the, the god of the Cenobites. And uh, it's a cool, cool little Hellraiser nugget. I was a big fan of that. I don't think I've ever seen Hellraiser. I mean, I watched it when I was a kid, but that doesn't count because I don't remember anything about it, actually. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I watched it recently and I hadn't seen it in a long-ass time. Because the, the first one isn't all that heavy on the Cenobites. Um, so I remember I, I watched, I think, the th- number three first which has a ton of kills and a ton of Cenobites. And then the second one, which mellows out a little bit more than the third one. And then the first one is kind of more soap opera-y and serious. Sure. I don't know. But after rewatching both of them, one and two fucking kick ass. Everybody shits on the third one. I want to rewatch it, but it's not streaming anywhere. I just remember there was this, there was a DJ in a rave which should tell you what year this movie came out. And the Cenobites come in and all these CDs around him start hovering and spinning in the air. And then they go like, flip, 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 like into his skull and then into his mouth. And when he comes back as a Cenobite, he fucking hurls CDs that like ninja stars that slice people up. I always thought that was sick. This isn't the third one? Yeah. But no one else liked it, you said. If you look at the scores of the Hellraiser movies, of which there are far too many, you'll see the score just start dipping considerably after the second one. You mean like Rotten Tomatoes, IMDb score, stuff like that? Letterboxd, yeah. They all fall They fall off? Yeah. Jeez. Well, hey, Shuddy, didn't you have something? What What else happened to you? Oh, you're, you're obsessed with dried out fruit. <laughs> Let me let me I, let me start with a with a with a question cuz when you when you talked when you send us a text saying that you're you're big into dried out fruits now my first thought went to your butthole cuz dried out fruits they absorb a lot of water and liquid when you ingest them which dries you out and leads to cha 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 diarrhea so have you been sliding into third and feeling a juicy turd? We are literally on like, we're going through, like this is day three of it. Oh, well, this three days can new. give you diarrhea. It's a new thing. It's new, brand spanking new. Well, let's workshop it. Let's make sure it's something that brand we can Brand spanking new. Uh, because. I'm still here. Um, the dogs, I've been giving the dogs sweet potato treats that I bought at the store. And you saw and them go- enjoying it. And you're like, oh, let me try one of these. They might be no, good. No, I Googled because it's cheaper to buy sweet potatoes if I could easily dry them out at home than it is to buy manufactured sweet potato dog treats. Ah, uh, thrifty shuddy. So. Trying to save a buck. <laughs> Why not, Listen, right? it was going... It had to, the effort to do it had to be minimal for it to be worth any savings. Yeah. 
so when I discovered it was literally wash a sweet potato, cut it, put it in the oven at a very low temperature for two and a half hours, and that was it, I rolled the dice and gave it a shot. So then you were like, oh, maybe I can dehydrate other things. What did you do in the two and a half hours took to cut? Oh, well, I, I, I jacked my dick off. Honestly, I dozed off in the recliner. That's um, what I would be afraid of. That's exactly what I was afraid of happening, and it did actually happen. But I set multiple alarms in case it did happen, so that right. way I did not possibly burn the house down trying to dehydrate sweet potatoes for the dogs. I would have really pissed off Sharon. Uh, and then... What night was that? That might have been... What day is today? Ah, nope, that was Saturday night. That's how I spent my Saturday evening. Uh, and then last night, I decided to dehydrate more sweet potatoes for the dogs because they loved them. And then that's when I got the idea to start seeing what other fruits I had around the house I could dehydrate and have been enjoying cinnamon apple chips. <laughs> oh, I wonder if I can dehydrate Skeletor. No, the plastic would melt. But then I could eat it. They're fucking amazing. How long until you start dosing those things with THC? Great question, yeah. I have to put some keef on those and shake it up. Papa so, Shotty's edible shack. The idea did enter my mind. But then I would have to learn how to make a tincture or purchase a tincture. Yeah, come on. But I'm also, so the first night with the brownies was a problem because I ate them like they were brownies and not that like they were marijuana brownies. So like. How many brownies do you eat in a sitting? So like. When I made them, like I, I licked the spatula and oh, wow. all of that. And then when I cut them, like all the stuff <laughs> that got stuck to the knife, I threw in my mouth and then I ate two brownies. And then I woke up at 2 a.m., barely stand up with the worst munchies I've had in a long time. Speaking in tongues. Oh, yeah. I'm hungry. <laughs> time to eat more brownies. It's like, what the fuck? And then I was like, oh, uh, so that those are my concerns is that I will not just eat one and then it'll be a problem. Yeah, I mean I get that. That's always that's always the thing you face when you find a delicious edible. Like you don't want to eat one dose worth, you want to snack on them. And it's like if I do that, I'm going to go to another dimension. Yeah, when we see how addictive Shuddy's personality is, he bought one He-Man toy now look at him. Yep. There's gonna be a whole fucking garden of fruits and vegetables behind them that he's gonna <laughs> send to their send to their fucking dried fruit grave. There's, yeah, there's just like fucking bananas hanging on strings behind him, like like he's drying out bud. I did start a cursory search for a food dehydrator. Man, you yeah, know you should just how I figured you went about this. But I decided that that was not something to commit to because I have a feeling that all the effort it takes to get the fruit dried out is going to eventually not be fun anymore. 
No. I'm just going to go back to eating Sour Patch Kids. So Maybe what, I could do dehydrate I really need them. a food dehydrator laying around the house that's probably going to get used for two weeks and then that'll be the end of it. Yeah, you know, you sh- you, sh- you really should buy that VR headset and just get fully immersed into Beat Saber because then all your free time will be taken up with that and you won't be tempted to buy more He-Man toys or food dehydrators. I don't think you're giving Shuddy enough credit for how much free time he has. I don't have that much free time. (laughs) What if I take a dump in the food dehydrator? Based on all the fucking hobbies and things you accomplish, it sounds like you have a lot of free time. I'm just, I'm going, always going a million miles an hour. Yeah, I guess so. Which probably made that, that whole turtle thing a real issue because that thing was not going a thousand miles per hour. No, no. Yeah. Also, uh, the dogs have committed multiple murders this week. <laughs> okay. Good Lord. What are you teaching so these you, dogs to do? You have serial killers for dogs. That's the, a bummer. Uh, the dove population here in Quakertown is down to... Uh, I don't think I don't, I don't know what mad. you call not quite chicks, not quite baby birds, but not quite adult birds. Tweens. But uh the uh the doves that nest in the cedar trees out back did uh, uh lost both of their offspring this week. Man, they're probably really pissed at your dogs. The uh, they have been. They have definitely been spotted in the areas where the murders occurred, uh, looking for their babies. Oh no! It's been. Do you feel bad about this? It's so. It was a turtle. It, actually, it wasn't my dog. I. I can't believe I didn't tell you guys this turtle. last week because it actually the first murder happened <laughs> on Sunday after the Eagles game. I went outside and Parker wouldn't come in and I go to where he is and there's this mangled baby bird still breathing. Oh no. And I was just So did you stomp on it? I did, did you not. Take a, did you no. use your gun and execute it? No. I don't have a gun. That's Kevin. Kevin is the only one that has a firearm out For of now. the three of us. I'm going to uh, I'm going to the shooting range with my outkick coworkers. Next week. So. That tracks. That tracks. Man. Shuddy Boy, if your dogs keep this up, next week Jeff is going to be reviewing their Netflix series. <laughs> and yeah, Confessions of a Fucking Killer. <laughs> Shuddy's dogs. M- um, MJ and Miles. <laughs> no, Parker. Parker still. No, Parker, ki- Parker killed the first bird. Oh, so who's the cool dog? Well, Who's the non-murderous so, dog? Well, it, well, they all feast on the flesh. <laughs> One's the accomplice. We, <laughs> the getaway so driver. Miles and Parker were both involved in the first murder. Okay, so they get first degree. Um, and I let nature take its course, and then I moved it out to where the wild animals roam so they could handle the rest. Wait, who were the... Where do you have wild animals? <clears throat> 
Um, is that so, a joke about like your dogs or you have wild animals in, no, like, no. near your property? So there are feral cats uh, that roam Quaker Town, and we live there's Kevin, we're about on. not even we're probably we're half a three quarters of a block away from woods from a block uh kevin would you prefer to live next to wild animals or poop slime alley well wild animals i mean All right. Be careful. The grass is always greener, as they say, you know? I mean, I've lived, you know, when I lived in Jersey, it was kind of right right smack in the middle of the woods. Yeah. Why did you move? To tell you fart, moved to Poop Slime Alley. To tell fart jokes for a living. All right. Okay. Believe me, no, if there was... the internet, you could do that. If there was an affordable place near the woods in this area, I would be there. But like, Fair I don't enough. know, where, where are you going to move in L.A. near the forest? I'm just saying, like, I would be more freaked out. I mean, there's homeless guys <laughs> I see all the time walking around in Long Beach, uh, even by my house. My place really isn't that bad, but I see enough homeless people. I would much prefer that than wild animals. Well, that's because you're a wuss. You're afraid of like chipmunks. Yeah, I'm not afraid of fucking crackheads or junkies, but I'm not fucking with animals. I'm not really afraid of them. I'm just annoyed by them. Jeez. Crackheads are kind of annoying. Like These people are sick, Kevin. All right? I get it, but I'm not all that interested in their 4 a.m. open mics. I don't know. Maybe you should listen to the trillion dollar man's material might give you some inspiration i mean i have that's your tag team partner i really like that guy's energy <laughs> the trillion dollar man yeah on god <laughs> And then Friday morning. Oh, God! Friday, it was super nice here. Like it was in the low 70s. So I let the dogs out to hang out. And now and they have a taste of murder leather. three? They have a taste no, of no, blood. No, this no, was, this, was, this is murder two. This one was much worse than murder one. <laughs> oh, God. Murder one, I was able to, I mean, victim ended up dying en route to the hospital, but... Uh, not, I'm making jokes. Like the bird oh. died. I, you know, the bird was dead. After the whole turtle talk, I thought you were just like an animal rescue mode. No, no. Don't go so, into the light, Tweety. Don't do it. The bird that Parker killed. Was, He's speeding through the fucking was, lights. You're not going to die on me. You're not going to fucking die on me. Um, <laughs> I let the dogs out. Me. They were outside for a while. Like I was doing stuff in the, ki- cleaning the kitchen on my day off. And Go to let the dogs in. The boys are laying in the sun. They will not move from their spot. They won't come in. So I step outside to start bringing them in. And I get to where I can see MJ. And there's MJ chewing on something surrounded by a circle of feathers. And I went, 
MJ. And she looked at me and she just spit out all that was left of the second baby bird, which was just the rib cage. Oh, and she casually walked inside. Oh, <laughs> so I guess they got to taste good, right? Or they just apparently that's just like a like a gusher to them. Oh, geez, these dogs. Yeah, your dogs are fucking nasty, shuddy boy. I could not. Uh, and then they come up and lick your face. You're gonna get the fucking bird flu and shit. No, no, she. I did not allow that for like 48 hours. I was. Did you brush your teeth? I was quite upset. I brought your teeth with 2,000 flushes. Like. You murder. Murderous dogs. I didn't know they really. A little mama really goes after no animals. She doesn't fuck with squirrels, squirrels, because I guess Boston Terriers were breed to kill squirrels. So, so she gets pissed off when she sees them. They are every now and then, yeah. The mom, the the two adult birds, will not leave the yard. Like they come and land in the area under the trees where they nest. Where I'm guessing both babies got got. Sounds like it's gonna happen again. And the dogs are fixated on that spot. Like one of them, the stupid fucking birds, um, which I'm on record of not really being fond of birds. Sure. In general. Uh, One of those fuckers almost, they were sitting like on the patio immediately outside the sliding back door. So I opened it. The dogs bolted. The birds flapped around. One of them almost flew in the house. That'd been a real problem. That would have been my worst nightmare. Dogs would have gotten rid of it. Well, maybe not gotten rid of it, but this fucking vaulted ceiling would have made it impossible to get that fucking bird out of here. Yeah, that's a good point. It would have been like it would have been more great content. Yeah, like, I would have had a fucking dove flapping around the house. Uh, Can I you imagine that guy? I would have a bird just whipping by Shuddy as a recording. Just shit Every now and then the fucking bird just like no di- nose dives into the fucking scene. Starts <laughs> lands on Shuddy's head and just starts pecking at him. It's been a fucking week, guys. It's it knows, been a week. It knows you're somewhat involved in the disappearance of his children, so... It it's wants, got revenge on its mind. It wants blood. Well, it's the, definitely the, coming for Skeletor and Fistor, for that matter. <laughs> well, the fucking the second bird that got murdered definitely knew we were involved because the one day, <laughs> whoa, 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 Shuddy, you need to you need to get yourself out of the situation. There's no we; it's your dogs. Because it right to the left of me, where I sit and where I work from home at this desk, the uh, outdoor the patio furniture is right under the window. And the other the other bird was sitting there the one day for like ten minutes, just staring at me, <laughs> trying just to haunt you through the window. I was like, "I know, I'm sorry. He's not coming back. Like, I can't. You're I can't all... do anything about it. And you're trying to make your life yeah. the best it can be. Now that your your kid's dead, I don't know. I'm not tight. And you're already living in a haunted house, so you're." You're you're slowly turning into like a um, a Hitchcockian story. Yeah, like is it good to have a pet cemetery on top of a 
native burial ground because that's currently what you got going on. It's probably not a good thing. Well, hopefully, good luck the, with those brownies next time, buddy. The outdoor creatures um, took away the carcasses. The wild, the wild animals, the, the Jesus, foxes Christ. and feral cats. A real fucking zoo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shit. Sometimes there's deer that get impaled on the uh, the wrought iron fence at the cemetery up the street. So they get impaled, stuck, and then they just like slowly bleed out and die while stuck on a fence? Correct. That has not happened since we've moved in, but that's an urban legend I've been hearing (laughs) from the townies. Urban. I'm happy. (laughs) That's true. It's true. It's not an urban legend. But, um, I have been watching that show Welcome to Flatch on Hulu. I didn't even know that was a thing. Show. Uh, It's a mocu series, sort of like The Office and Parks and Rec. Okay. About small town life with Sean William Scott. Ah, Stifler. Stifler. Stiffmeister. Who plays the town pre the town pastor. And My brother's. Follows, um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. And it follows these two early 20s kids that have really just small town people with, you know, it's a lot of fun. It's fucking hysterical. And in season two, Jane, Jamie Presley joins the cast. Wow. A lot of throwbacks in that show. People who, if I'm being honest, I miss seeing from. Yeah, it's, it's funny. I think it's really funny. Well. What do you guys say we, we chip away at Mount Voicemail? Let's do it. Voicemails, yay. All right, humans, get ready. What the fart? What happened here? Oh, that was weird. That was a tab I didn't know existed. Okay. Okay. I do believe this is where we left off. Play through the thing. Oh, God damn it. Do these things to me. Hey guys, uh, Canada Kent here on route. So I'll give you guys a call. I was listening to today's episode, and uh, Kevin, you were talking about right, uh, talking about getting your. Man, it sounds like he's at oh, your right. house, Shuddy. I know that fucking dog. That was. This is not my me. Uh, it's just taken out. It's uh, beginning of August right now, so I'm sure you guys are getting this around Christmas. So we're great. You're going to. Through the voicemail, uh, they were talking about how long it took and all the pain and everything it took of getting those stitches out. So I just didn't take them out yourself. I've had quite a few stitches in my time and uh, never gone to the hospital to have them taken out. One time it was a nurse that took them out. Well, I should point out, Canada, Canada Ken, that when I got my stitches taken out, I didn't go to a hospital. I went to an urgent care because they also had to, like look at the fracture and other shit going on with it. And the the motherfucker who did those stitches too laced me up like a goddamn football. Like they were so fucking tight they were getting like swallowed by my skin. I don't know how the shit I would have taken those out by myself, but yeah. You didn't go to the hospital for Christ's sake. But at the fire you know, convention. Pussy. <laughs> I still agree with Canada Ken on this. 
Yeah, well, what else is new? My dad was a firefighter and had stitches in my head, and he had a friend that was a nurse. He took them out, but other times, I just use a pair of wire clippers and clip them off and pull them out. Besides, I would let you go and waste your time at the hospital and not tell you to do that. Anyway, hope you guys are doing good. Uh, Shuddy boy, I, uh, I got a little treat for you you might be interested in. I got a uh, Skeletor piggy bank. Uh, it's just the head and uh, the shoulders of Skeletor. But it, it's original. I have the... Oh, God, I want it. Oh, no, what happened? Hold on. Piggy bank. Uh, it's just the head and uh, the shoulders of Skeletor. But it, it's original. I have the plug for the bottom and everything still. Uh, it is very old. That's exciting. He has a plug for your bottom, shuddy boy. But it's not cracked or anything. And uh, yeah, I don't know if you had one on hand or if you're interested in one. But if you are, let me know and I'll shoot you guys an email with my, my info. And you can get in touch with me. Or if my phone number is on there, you can throw me a text and get in touch and see if, uh, see if you're interested in it. And if not, I'll hang on to it. It's pretty cool looking over my bed anyway. Anyway, guys, thanks for keeping me company. Kevin, you're a pussy. <laughs> yeah, Canada Ken, if that offer is still on the table, Bye. I am very interested. I can I can put all the quarters in there that I make for my lemonade stand. Let's that see. would be a fantastic piece to add to my collection. How long ago is that? Is it possible he's gotten rid of it? Uh, August 3rd. Oof. Canada Ken's birthday. If, it, if it's still around. Two months, right? Hit me up at, at Shuddy Boy on Instagram. Oh, he called back. Oh. <clears throat> hey, fellas. Canada Ken here calling. Uh, I had a, a thought. I found a Shuddy Boy for this one. So uh, it's more of a thought. I guess it was a, a memory. Um, when I was a kid, I don't know, I was booger of picking age, so let's say like eight or nine, hanging out with a friend of mine. And, uh, uh, the fuck? Kill that fucking dog. It's this can of Ken's voicemail is haunted. Or he got sucked up by a fucking Canadian tornado. Uh, sorry, by the way, about the wind. I'm walking along the water on my route right now. So it sounds like he said he's walking on water while on, on his, his route. route. Yeah, I'd have... God damn it, Canada Ken. Pick a good venue for voicemails, yay. Um, so we're out back in our house and we're, we're picking our noses and, you know, he's chowing down and... I, uh, I've never been one to So it sounds like he, when he was young, him and his friends were just like hanging out, picking their noses and shit. Like a. I'm really getting after it up there in Canada, huh? Yeah. That's, they call that a Canadian circle jerk. <laughs> that's, that's Canadian gooey cookie right there. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I never even really put one in my, in my mouth before. I just kind of figured they were gross. So I picked one out. This one, I, I remember to, to this day. It was stuck under my fingernail. Oh, God. Like, 
Jeff, you know how you get all skeeved out by fucking cannibalism in movies? Yeah. That's how I get with booger eating. Like, these motherfuckers, like, giving us details about eating their boogers and it getting dried up under their fingernail. Like, my palms are sweating. I'm getting a fucking disgusting panic attack from this shit. This is, you're fucking nasty, Canada Ken. Yeah, you fucking nerd. <laughs> Jesus, Canada Ken. Yeah, you eat the fuck out of those nose hairs, though, I bet. <laughs> I wonder what's the most bars they get up there in Canada. Like T-Mobile service bars? Yeah. Like I have four right now. Is it the most? Or they do five? Yeah, I have no idea. Motherfucker sounds like he's got one and a half bars. I just want to get this fucking voicemail over with before I barf. Took that big booger off my finger and ate it. Oh, you ever done that, Shuddy? Eating a friend's booger? Never Ah! eaten a friend's booger or entertained the idea of eating a friend's booger. You're not a real one like Canada Ken. I guess not. Well, it sounds like it was Canada Ken's friend who it was like Toronto Paul or something. Like he's he's an accomplice. Canada Ken's guilty by literally feeding him the booger. However, however that transaction took place, Ken was a part of it. He just like deep throated Canada Ken's finger and slowly and erotically pulled his lips back and ate the boogie. Oh, you made that worse. Good job. <laughs> More to gross you guys out, uh, friend. Yeah, you successfully grossed us out. Congrats. Of mine once he uh, had a kid. He, yep, you know, when when a baby gets congested, you have to kind of put that thing up their nose and it suctions it out and pulls all the snot out. He w- was not down with that. He just put his lips right around the baby's nose. Sorry, right around the baby's nose. <laughs> and uh, I don't believe that. Gave it a good hard suck, nose full of snot, and spit it out in the driveway. Two of my friends were over, almost puked right then and there. Him and I were laughing so hard. Anyway, guys, let me know if uh, you've ever had anyone else's boogers in your mouth. Bye-bye. That's the worst. That's the worst thing in the world. <laughs> so that really is. My, I honestly kind of tuned out the first part of the voicemail and then got back into it when you started riffing. That couldn't be the worst voicemail ever left on this podcast. Yeah. I'm sorry. My asshole hurts after that. I, I was a little confused because of the audio, though. Who sucked the boogers out of his kid's nose? It almost sounds like it it was a a different friend, or maybe it was the same guy grown up, but he was making it seem like someone's baby had a stuffy nose, so they just like like CPR, mouth-to-mouth, just sucked the snot out, and then spittooned it on the floor. Young babies can't blow their nose. They don't don't know, know how to. So... They make these, they're almost like turkey basters, but they're for baby boogers. I've seen those. And you put them in the baby's nose and you squeeze the the bulb, stick it in the baby's nose. And when you release the bulb, it sucks the, the snot out when they're not feeling well. So somebody, instead of using one of those, 
just used their mouth to suck the snot out of hopefully their own child's nose. The only way that could be worse is if someone let their friends suck their fucking kids' boogers out of their nose. Like, how does that happen? Ken, Ken, you gross motherfucker. How does that happen? Like, what, what conversations are you guys having amongst each other? Why did everybody not just get together and beat that guy up right then and there? Kick that baby's ass. Yeah, kick both their asses. <laughs> Someone needs to fucking te- teach this baby a lesson, namely how to blow its own fucking nose. Yeah. Man. Jeez. So, I mean, I guess for Canada Ken's question, have either of you guys ever had anyone else's boogers in your mouth? Nope. And no, I haven't had my... Don't say it like that, Shuddy. I haven't, I haven't had my own boogers in my mouth. <laughs> I guess, I guess the closest I ever got, remember that thing people used to do when they would like, like hock a loogie in their mouth and then hold you on the ground and dribble it out and suck it back up? This fucking- no, would that, hap- that happened to you? Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, buddy. I'm so like, sorry that happened to you. you. You sit on somebody's like stomach, you pin their wrist back and then you go like, <laughs> You work up a loogie and then you dribble it out and it gets it dangles super low and they go and suck it back up at the last second. You were uh, you played offense in this situation before, right? You're not only defense. No, I don't think I ever did because I was like, this is fucking gross. It only like it only got done to me. Yikes! And I was like, I was freaking out because this loogie was getting so close to my face and then he would suck it up and I was like. Just stop! You made your point! You successfully sucked it back up a few times. Just stop! And as I was screaming, the loogie string broke and gulp landed on my uvula in the back of my throat. And then I pushed him off and barfed. Well, that's when hopefully you learned your lesson that when you're in that situation, you don't scream. That might have been the last time I was ever in that situation. Well, that's even better. Yeah, hopefully you didn't hang out with that fucking guy again. <laughs> or was it a girl? He was like my, my neighbor that lived behind me when the house I grew up in. I like that story better if it, if it was a female, a girl bullying Kevin oh, and doing yeah. that. Kevin. Hold him down. <laughs> Dang on the loogie. I'm sure I got bullied by girls in the past. Uh, Elementary school, I definitely did. Yeah, I got yeah. bullied by a chick once. Was it about your Literally. penis? <laughs> what the fuck? And no. it being so tiny. Yeah. No, neither one of those things I was was I bullied about when it. So uh, she didn't know is what happened. Well, and we were young. She didn't. She had. She had not seen my penis. Still hasn't, unfortunately. No, it was like. Uh, uh, just, I don't know, some neighborhood girl. She was more of like, she just like would be physical with me, like would hit me. And like, I couldn't hit her back because she was a girl. And I just felt like I was bullied because of that situation. That's all I meant. Well, wow. this is a pretty useless comment, I guess. But I let you guys <laughs> fire off some gems on me. Uh, I'll take it easy on you, Jeff. Yeah, I, I didn't eat anyone's loogies growing up. 
Ugh. Maybe I'm not the one you have to take it easy on. Man, I had forgotten about that story. That bums me out. Yeah, Ken, Ken, you just completely ruined the mood of this whole fucking podcast. Yeah, for real. All right, let's try and shake it off with a different Don't be mean now. to Canada Ken, guys. Just no, just I get trying my... to do his best. Yeah, I appreciate him giving us content. I do. Thanks for the voicemail. But everything you said was fucking gross and off-putting. Once Don't I get... introduce yourself to me at Fellas Mania. Once I get that piggy bank, you guys can, uh, it's open season. <laughs> Mad Scientist Party Hour. This is shitballs, but I'm done with shitballs. I'm going to go as Chris the Mailman because that's what I do. I'm a mailman. I mean, you, you are the one that called shitballs. You are the one that called yourself shitballs. Right? I feel like I feel like shitballs is more Puminati, like more on brand for the Puminati than Chris the Mailman. It is. Yeah, you're taking more of like a Cheers vibe now. Yeah, don't we already have, already have a mailman in the Puminati? Yeah, it's Canada Ken. I think Ken. we do. No, uh, butt package. UPS. Also Shipping. It's logistics, Shuddy. <laughs> All right, well, I guess he wants one to be Chris the One is the USPS and one is UPS. Uh, They're different. Of course, and we all know exactly what that difference is. I'm just testing you guys. One's a mammal and one's a reptile. <laughs> and I've been listening to you guys for so many fucking years. <clears throat> And listening to uh, the Ellis Show, which is how I found out about you guys. Um, I used to listen to Howard Stern, and then I was Ooh. Howard Stern was playing the same shit over and over again. So I decided to go through and find out something else that I was going to listen to, and everything sucked. And then I, all of a sudden, I came to the Jason Ellis Show, and I knew Jason Ellis from skate videos. So I was like, oh shit. And then I heard Kevin being stupid as fuck on there, which I love. So I've been fans of you guys for a long time. So I just, I usually don't do this, but because I'm constantly on the mail and I hate all the podcasts that I listen to, I uh, I decided that I was going to fucking just go ahead and say fuck it and Spend the ten dollars for each of you, so I'm doing twenty dollars a month for you motherfuckers. So you, <laughs> everything's yeah. been pretty good. So Thank far. you. It's actually better because every podcast I listen to sucks. And uh, by the way, Jeff, fucking Wheaties is awesome. It, you just like sweets, you fat fuck. I still love you though. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, doing the top tier Patreon for you guys was amazing. And I am pretty excited about it because I can just keep listening to you guys and listening to the Ellis show nonstop. And that's all I want to hear because everything else sucks, man. If you ever actually sit down and listen to a fucking another podcast, it's like two girls usually. And they're like, oh, my God, are you serious? <laughs> I can't do it. So I'm just like, oh, fuck, I'm done. <laughs> so anyway, you guys are kicking ass and – uh Shruddy still has a dirty beard. Love you guys. My beard is definitely not dirty. I groom that shit. Well, that actually was a nice voicemail that did um, uplift my spirits more than Canada can. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Yeah. Shruddy Boy does regularly clean his beard. And when he shakes 
baby birds out of it, the dogs are right there to eat them. What the fuck? Good stuff, guys. Good stuff today. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Shuddy? Let's do another voicemail. Thank you for sharing. You're very welcome. Or no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. What do you say we go over to Patreon land? By the way, um, as Chris the Mailman uh-huh. pointed out, the uh, the $10 tier, we brought back um, Queef or No Queef with a fucking vengeance. My goodness. Uh, the way th- this new season of Queef or No Queef is playing out on our Patreon is pretty absurd. Uh, I know people are very fired up to have it back, and I just can't believe some of the shit that keeps happening on this goddamn show. It's one of those things you, you think, have to actually hear to believe it. Do you think it surpassed um, Crafter Jeff as the best Patreon thing we do? <clears throat> <sighs> It's tough. tough question, I know. It's tough. Yeah. I don't know. Because I see people commenting going back and forth on, on both, but either way, I'm pretty sure you'll enjoy yourself if you want to check it out. Patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. It keeps the lights on, so if you want to help support us and also treat yourself to some fucking killer content that's always being cranked out and get access to the entire back catalog of our Patreon, you should check it out think you'll enjoy yourself uh you can also follow us on instagram i'm at kevin craft at shuddy boy at jeff records and at msph podcast if you want to shoot us emails mad scientist party hour at gmail.com haven't given out the voicemail line in months and it hasn't really helped us people have very good memories (laughs) just give it out this time see what happens no we'll never we'll never make this we'll never make it to the 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 peak shuddy we're already never gonna make it to the peak i feel like we're getting there i feel like yeah but we don't we don't want to fucking climb mount mckinley we want to climb everest we want to be champions i think it already is everest i thought everest is part of mckinley i don't even know what's going on right now i don't know my mountains yeah yeah i'm too stupid for this uh shuddy you got any um chuckle hut dates you need to promote no no chuckle hut dates to promote all right, well, if you want to see the videos, youtube.com slash hour. You can subscribe and like and participate in the algorithm, and hopefully it'll blast us into the stratosphere and we can continue with our goal of world domination. Otherwise, we'll just be sitting here eating each other's boogers and dingleberries. Um, that's all for this week, friends, but until next time, something. Poopity poop! Oh, yeah, yeah! Okay. Where is this Zoom thingy? There we go. Check, 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 check. Meow, 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 meow. Square, 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 square. Ooh, here we go. 
Ding dong 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 dong. Uh oh, is Shuddy Boy out picking up poop? Uh oh. What's up, Jeff? Fart? Check, check, check. That fart for was for you, Jeff. Thanks. <laughs> All I heard was for you, Jeff. Oh. I, I saw you put your mic up, up to your ass, though, so I assumed it was a it was a fart and get an ass blast. You know. You know. Well, it doesn't turn me off even in the slightest, buddy. Meow, meow, meow. Meow, 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 meow. Meow, 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 meow. Meow, 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 meow. There's the shudderoo. Doink, 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 da doink, da doink, 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 doink. Dude, I am dragging ass today. That seems to be your uh, usual state recently. Every time we connect. Oh, I'm dragging ass. I said that last week. I wouldn't say it's more than that, though. Back to back weeks. Hmm. Well, well, I'm going through it. So, damn. Need to get you guys some medicinal cocaine, huh? I have really bad indigestion oh. all of a sudden. Bad heartburn. It, heartburn and or gas. Farting. Uh, I've eaten, not yet, but I, there's some belches that I'm sure that are coming. Uh, I've eaten some Tums. <laughs> and uh, so things almost got real bad about 20 minutes ago. I was, I, I ate. Are you saying like socially or rectally? No, no. I meant. I might have been be a little bit of both, huh? Hope, hop, heap. So 28 minutes or so ago, I was like, that brownie I ate almost two hours ago hasn't done anything. Maybe I should eat some more. Oh, man. Shuddy, rookie, move. Uh, but then I was getting ready for the show, and five minutes later, it hit me like a fucking ton of bricks. So... I'm really high currently. I did not eat an extra brownie. Had I, we'd be in for... Oh, my goodness. It would have been a disaster. Yeah, because, I mean, two hours, that's 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 a long time to wait for the brownie to hit. It, it You know, I should be getting used to this. It's been the case with every brownie I've eaten from this batch I made. Like, oh, I feel, this is oh, a, a shuddy home creation? It is nice. Like there, like after the normal forty-five minutes to an hour, I feel pretty okay. And then an hour later, I'm on the fucking moon. I can't get the <laughs> dosage right. Oh man! Well, I mean, I've told this story many times about how I used to make brownies out of the discarded volcano weed. That's what I use. Yeah, like I, I saved it in, in big bags, and whenever it got full, it was like, all right, time to, you know. Slave over the the stove for hours, just 
you know, using a cheesecloth to strain the, the old weed out and throw more in the oil. And like, I never knew what I was doing. I'm sure it varied from batch to batch, but one time I, I just, you know, I used to bring them into the office and I gave one unnamed person on the staff in New York, uh, a brownie who particularly sent her into a dimension of, I guess a dimension of sleep. Let me guess her name. That was Robin Quivers, right? <laughs> Rhymes with Dobbin Shivers. Yeah, I got Dobbin Shivers so dosed that she fell asleep in her office and had to go home the next day. Oh, those are one of those Hostess iced coffees? Uh-huh. Damn. Nice. You know what I had the other night that was... I mean, you guys are familiar with the Little Debbie Cosmic Brownie, correct? Oh, yeah. Even yeah. though they taste like chemicals, I enjoy them. The I got my hands on the Little Debbie Cosmic Brownie ice cream pint. Wow. I see, I've seen those on the internet, but I haven't seen them in stores. That Holy just, shit. That screams a snack attack. That yeah. it is exactly what you would want a cosmic brownie ice cream to be a super rich chocolatey ice cream with bits of cosmic brownie and those big sprinkle things in inside it little debbie is perhaps the most underrated snack maker in all of the world is is little debbie national i believe so i mean i've i've purchased it both in new york and california because I know, like, Tasty Cake is not. Tasty Cake, huh? I think I, there's Tasty Cakes out here in California, but I I don't know. I can't remember seeing them in New York. Man, Tasty Cake. That's the thing, like, when, when I would go stay with my dad and we would, you know, wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning so I could go to work with him, we would always stop at, like, uh, you know, the Quick Stop or a Wawa or something. And I, I very frequently frequently would eat. Some some variety of tasty cake, one of their little fucking hand pies for for breakfast that day. It's a simple pleasure, huh? Yeah, yep. Man, they were good though, dude. I fuck with little Debbie snacks. I've seen the pints of ice cream on on uh, on social media, but I haven't had a chance to get them yet. The oatmeal cream pie is a co- is a snack that. I did not start enjoying until adulthood. Interesting. I was never I big those. on oatmeal cookies. Same here. See, what fucks I'm it up for me are the, the raisins. Like, if you make oatmeal cookies that don't have raisins, or you replace the raisins with chocolate chip, the way, you know, that's a real cookie ingredient, not this fucking vegetable, a raisin. Give me a break. Well... That actually would be a nice segue into Shuddy's dried fruits and vegetables oh, topic that's true. that I want to discuss. Because <laughs> that is the actual, like, well, that is what a raisin is. I fuck Recording a raisin in brand progress. pretty heavy, but I'm with I, you. Like, I never fucked with oatmeal cookies. I don't, because they usually had raisin in them. And then I held that against oatmeal cookies for for a long time and wouldn't have oatmeal chocolate chip cookies either. I'm not going to lie. Last night while I was running through fruits to dehydrate in my head, I was like, I wonder if you can dehydrate grapes. 
And I was like, <laughs> oh, that, that's a raisin. You can't. <laughs> that is something yeah, that can, in fact, be done. Someone <laughs> got you already on that one. Well. Can you dehydrate a watermelon? I think I've seen dried watermelon slices. I mean, when you take water out of watermelon, what's left? Not much melon, I'm going to guess. Yeah. Man, maybe we should get to this. Um, uh, can you guys hear the fuck is the this? I love me a fucking ding dong. Yes. Uh, which, ironically enough, I'm drinking the ding dong's coffee. I love me a fucking ding dong. Is that more for flavor or caffeine? Like, does it have a good amount of caffeine in it? Caffeine, I'm hoping it has at least a little bit. So you're more I mean, just snacking. I'm just, I didn't want to commit to actual, an actual cup of coffee because that might be too much mm-hmm. this late in the night for me. I was thinking that whatever minute quantity this had, as well as the Coca-Cola I'm drinking, that would be a good, I mean, when we get down to adding these two together, it's probably the same as a cup of coffee. Yeah, you're really, you're really going and getting on your buddy the elf shit over there. I would have to piss so bad by the time we get like 45 minutes into the main episode. Can you, do you guys hear the dogs chewing their bones? Yeah, I do. I wasn't okay. sure what that was. It sounds well, that's like- why I keep muting myself and look. Look like I'm doing the Zeke Heil because I'm telling them to get out of the fucking room. <laughs> Give me a second. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like Forrest Gump is playing ping pong in your in your studio. I yeah, I kind of thought that might have been on your end. Yeah, Kevin, even though that wouldn't have made much sense. I don't know. I just feel like most errors are on your end. I'll tell you what, it's a safe bet. If something goes wrong and you assume it's me, you're you're playing you're playing the odds. <laughs> yeah. Just a probability thing, really. <laughs> Not trying to be prejudiced or discriminatory. You just hey, I get seem it. to run yourself into calamities. All right. I think I've gotten rid of the problem. I got to improve my situation. However, they just seem to be doing it louder in the other room. Yep. They're literally oh on the God. other side of the fucking house. They're further away. They could not be further away. Sons of bitches. Kevin, did you see that awkward video of um, the Giants player, New York football Giants player? No. Getting like massage, but he was getting massage from the front and his pants were down. You didn't see this? Hold on, I'll send it to you. No. It's weird. I like the memes going around of Melvin Gordon and Russell Wilson. Oh, I haven't seen that one yet. Hold on. Oh, the there's, way that there's a there was just somebody got a caught a. Do you know what I'm talking about, though, Shuddy? No, but okay. of Melvin Gordon giving the stink eye to Russell Wilson, like side eyed. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's like a meme. This is like a video that they just someone fucking. Took this was at the London game yesterday. All right, should I, should I watch it. it? Should I watch it on the show? Uh, I mean, I don't think we're gonna get much legs out of it, so I'll just say you just watch yeah. it right now. Okay, it's it's just like eleven seconds. It's it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's, it's like 
Ace Ventura level of humor. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but it's good. Yeah, this is like... Um, He's got his ass hanging out, too. It's like Austin Powers, almost. Yeah, like, yeah. He's got, I'd say, a good 55% of his ass hanging out. Yeah, you can definitely tell he's doing nothing but wearing a jock strap. And he's... Yeah. The way he's got his ass arced out and his like elbows back, he's standing almost like uh, doing like a Captain Morgan pose while... It looks like a grown man is jacking his dick off. Yeah, right in just plain, plain view. Like vigorous, vigorous jacking. With two women on the sideline directly in front of him. It looks like he's helping (laughs) that guy jack him off. It's so fucking. It is. I wonder if like what's the the what did Jason Muse call it on uh, Zach and Mary make a porno the the Dutch rudder yeah when yeah. someone jerks you off with with your own hand yeah you grab your own <laughs> dick but they work your elbow yeah. kind, of, kind of looks like what we're seeing here it's like a Mormon hand job ridiculous just hey however we we need to get the four and one it's cool with me <laughs> um since barstool came up. Just real quick, uh, on the Monmouth Parents page for Monmouth University, where Michaela goes, a couple of days ago, there was a post by a mother that was completely appalled because she found the Barstool Monmouth Instagram, and all it was was children drinking alcohol irresponsibly. (laughs) (laughs) I almost wanted to comment, you must be a freshman parent. (laughs) You're so shocked and appalled. You want to warn the other parents, honey, we've known about it. (laughs) I saw it. I saw it when I was in college. (laughs) Is she, is she by chance staying in Hess hall? Uh, no, not anymore. She lives off campus. We talked uh, about this. She did. That's where she, she housed freshman year. In the the dorm named after my grandpa. Yeah. Yep. Did you? Did your family own this? Or I like, didn't. I never made it? the connect. Like there was always anytime the conversation, the names came up, and Sharon would be like, "Is that Kevin's family?" I'm like, "No, it can't be." Like, what would they have to do with fucking Monmouth? And then at at Kevin's dad's funeral, I was talking to Helen and she's like, she asked the same question. She's like, that's named after Kevin's grandpa. They yeah. donated money to the school. He <laughs> wants to donate a lot of fucking money to get a whole building named after him. The freshman, the freshman dorm and the only dorm on campus with air conditioning. That's cool. Oh, wow. Well, tell her I said you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right, you guys ready to fire this one up? Um, I fired off that fart. Yeah, me. uh, Yeah, I'm spilling coffee all over the place. Time to get those dogs to stop chewing that bone and lick your nuts. Los Angeles, California, where the Mad Scientist Party are. 